Y'all make me seated in heavenly places. Uh, I gotta work a miracle. I gotta work a miracle. I don't know. Need to bend some time. Need some time restored back to me. The canker worms. Dance ministry is eating away. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, it's wonderful, man. It's wonderful. I, you know me, I could just sit and talk to you. I'm sure you'll get some revelation out of that. <laughs> I don't need to prepare anything. See, I'm already prepared. I'm a prepared person. <laughs> Man was two was uh what Thursday? Thanksgiving service was that on? Man, that thing was on in here. We talking about that pure language. Every known dialect in the world in existence is corrupt, except your heavenly language. It's not perverted. It's not corrupted. It's the perfect language. Language that was restored. My goodness. And we talked about Pentecost. Penta means five. So we also get the word pentagram from five sides. Penta. Costa. It meant to multiply by ten. So that's how you get fifty. Pentecost means fifty. Man. Glory to God. Fifty days after the resurrection. My God. Would be. When the Holy Spirit came. Pentecost. Set upon. Pardon me? I was saying his fullness. Oh, his fullness. Yes, yes. Man, so we. We talked about that. We went into the scriptures. We saw where the language was taken away. And we saw where. We went into Zephaniah. He restored it back. Never seen that before in there. Glory to God. That book, that book is in the Bible, though. Zephaniah. Yes. What? What is that? Man. Well, I guess it would only seem fair now to talk about receiving the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Since y'all believe, have you received yes. the Holy Spirit? <laughs> now, this is to talk about the Holy Spirit, you have to talk about baptism. Mm -hmm. You have to talk about there are three baptisms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Now, it's gonna be a lot of scripture. That's the safe way. See, we, the problem is when it comes to baptism of the Holy Spirit, the gifts, what the problem is, is that we have veered from the scriptures. That's the only reason that you would have anything other than what's supposed to be, because we have veered from the scriptures. The Bible doesn't tell us that the gifts have passed. It simply said that which is perfect. When that comes, they're going to be done away with. But that which is perfect has not come yet. If we 
would just stick to the scriptures, there won't be no debate about tongues or any gift. If we would just stick to the scriptures, if we would, it's nowhere that it reads that that you don't. It said tongues will see. It didn't say they cease. It said knowledge will see. Well, you're still learning something that has not ceased. It's just we we go in and we misconstrue. First of all, reading the scripture without the Holy Spirit. That's number one because it's spiritual. And you have to have his spirit to discern that which is spiritual. Amen. You have to establish that first. The three baptisms. And if you're not the thief on the cross, you need all three. Amen. If you're not on the deathbed right now, can't talk, you need all three. Yeah. Hello? Amen. See, you come up, you grew up Baptist and stuff, they, they, they don't even understand. What is it? See, that's what happens when you don't read the scripture for yourself. Because if you read the scripture for yourself, you're going to see it. I'm just going to help. This kind of teaching is going to help you and anybody else around you who don't talk or has not yet received all three. All three of them. You got to have a little balance. Don't let nobody talk you out of this. And if you don't have it, you need it. Okay. Amen. Let me try to do what I said last time. I'll give you the three points that I want to stress in this teaching. Okay. Even my teachings is involved. All right. Glory to God. All right. The Holy Spirit. The three points that I want to make. First of all, the Holy Spirit baptizes us in Jesus. Baptismo is the Greek, which means to immerse, to put fully, under, completely submerged. I mean, there's, you are surrounded. That's what baptism means. You are completely, fully submerged. Emerge. There's no uh, there's no there's need no other access. Everything is fully covered. I want to try to bring us some understanding today when it comes to baptism. There are three baptisms. Uh, first of all, uh, real quick, go to First Corinthians. We're going. We got to fly today, all right? Y'all gonna give me at least an hour. Put my notice out. First Corinthians 12, 13. And it's just the first part. I'll, I'll tell you when to stop. Um, New King James, and you can have it amplified up if you want at the same time. Alright. Y'all see, I'm working with New King James. It's good. I'll be reading from the New King James Version. This is 1 Corinthians chapter 12 at verse 13. For by one spirit, we were all baptized into one body. Stop right there. You don't need to, we'll get into the other part about the Gentiles later. But read that part one more time. 
For by one spirit, we were all baptized into one body. All right. Y'all got that? Yeah. Okay. By one spirit. Mm -hmm. There are three things. There are three baptisms. The Holy Spirit baptizes us in Jesus. That's what you just read. Okay? Mm -hmm. That's in the body. Then, the other point that I want to make is the disciples baptize us in water. Then the third one is Jesus baptizes us in the Holy Spirit. Okay? All right? Y'all following? Okay. Uh, Matthew 28, 19. Pastor. Yes. Can we just say law and say that one more time? Yes. Sure. I got you. You ready? Okay. You want to go back to third, uh, Corinthians? One body? Uh, I give you all three? Yes, sir. Okay. <laughs> the Holy Spirit baptizes us in Jesus. That's 1 Corinthians 12, 13. You just saw that. I'm going to say it one more time. The Holy Spirit baptizes us, submerses us. In Jesus. That's the body. Number two. The disciples. Baptize us in water. And number three. Jesus baptizes us. In the Holy Spirit. Oh y'all. When, when we finish this y'all. I'm telling you. You're going to be like. Oh my goodness. I know. And it's really like one book. I just need to go to. Help me. Helping people. People not reading the Bible. Okay. Here we go. This whole message is about receiving the Holy Spirit. Or what the Bible calls the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Go to Matthew. I'll tell you real quick. Let me hit you right there. Go to Matthew 28, 19. Always come to church. You know, this is a Bible study group. Always have something to write down with. Come on. Matthew chapter 28 at verse 19. This is Jesus speaking. It so reads, like it. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Key word right there. He said, and I told you, I said, number two is the disciples baptize us in water. So it's saying disciples. It don't have to be a pastor. You just need to be a disciple to baptize. It didn't say you had to be the elder. It said you need to be a disciple. And what is a disciple? A follower of Christ. You got fathers. You can baptize your children. Are you a disciple? Is it the disciples? Read that. Go to them, make disciples of them of all nations, baptizing them. It said disciples. That's what you are. Mm. Baptizing them into the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. See, you don't know you're right. You don't know what you're supposed to be doing, fathers. Where the fathers at? See, where the fathers at? Some of them should be here. They ain't here. 
Okay. Very important. Okay? I gotta go a little closer. You, you talk about these baptisms. I don't want the cross. I want you to understand distinctly what they are. Uh, teacher, can I repeat that one more time? Making sure they understand this. There are three things that I want y'all to get understanding here. The Holy Spirit baptizes us into Jesus, into the body. The disciples baptize, baptizes us in water. All right? And then third one, Jesus baptizes us in the Holy Spirit. Okay. Amen. We can put that in there. That's why you just can't release everything when you want to. We got more stuff to come. There's a difference between the first baptism and that third baptism. Okay? The first is of the Holy Spirit. The third one is in or with the Holy Spirit. Mm. Okay? Okay. Can we say it one more time? The first one, the Holy Spirit baptizes us into the body. That's what I said. So that's the first one. That's of the Holy Spirit. Then Jesus baptizes us in the Holy Spirit. That's the third one. The third one is in or with the Holy Spirit. Watch this. What, what people say is I receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. In other words, the baptism is the baptism that the Holy Spirit performs. So listen, listen to this. What people say I have received, or they say, you have received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. In other words, the baptism that the Holy Spirit performs. Gotcha. Okay, all right, good. Okay. And this is what most people say yes to. When I got saved, yes. When you get saved, the Holy Spirit baptizes you into the body of Christ. But the Bible says specifically about a baptism in or with the Holy Spirit. Let's go to, let's go to Matthew chapter 3. Excellent. Verse 11. Amen. Y'all got to let me do this. <laughs> this is Matthew chapter 3 at verse 11. So Come on. Reading in the New King James. I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance. That's John baptism. Okay? But he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He's talking about Jesus. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. With the and Holy fire. Spirit. And fire. Okay, okay. I'm going to break it down. Okay. Got to know a little English here. Hold on. With the Holy Spirit and fire. With, this is a preposition. And even in the Greek, it's an article. I'm going to tell you what an article is. An article is a word used to modify a noun. Person, place, thing, idea, object. Right. Okay, technically, an article is an adjective. Okay, see, so this way you got to know a little bit, and I just hate English. Man, I tell you. But you got to understand how the words are being used. Oh, my goodness. See, this is, this is so important. So important for us to get. Did y'all get that? Yeah. <clears throat> okay. 
It's an article which is translated. As I said, uh, let me start right from the beginning. It's a preposition even in the Greek. It's an article. I told you what an article is, right? Mm -hmm. All right. Which could be translated in or with. They both mean the same. Notice very carefully, he will baptize you with the Spirit. Keep in mind, 1 Corinthians 12, 13. When we started, right? Uh -huh. It says, by the Spirit, we are baptized into the body, into Jesus. Yeah. All right? Number one again, as I was telling you, the Holy Spirit baptizes us in Christ. But notice very carefully, in Matthew 3.11, he, Jesus, will baptize you with okay. or in the Holy Spirit. Oh, good God Almighty. You got to read it. Now, theologically, these can't be the same. Grammatically, they can't be the same. They can't be the same. They have different subjects. Yeah, I, I received them when I got saved. Point one and three are simply two distinct events. No question about it. Two distinct events. See, this is going to be one. You have to get it. We have to put it up and you have to listen to it again. You need to know what you have and what you don't have. Point one is the Holy Spirit baptizes you into, it's going to look like I sound like I'm repeating myself, but I got to. It's point one here, or the, out of the three that I gave y'all, one is the Holy Spirit baptizes you into the body of Christ. You got that, right? Yeah. The Holy Spirit baptizes you into the, Holy, into the body of Christ. Amen? Amen? Okay, point three is very clear. Jesus, Yeshua, Baptizes you with the Holy Spirit. Jesus wants you to be immersed. He wants to immerse us completely. Surround us and get completely filled to the overflowing of the Spirit. Y'all got it? Okay. By studying this out, you will see... Celeste said she didn't. Oh, you didn't get it? Okay. I thought you said you got it. No, she said she didn't. Okay, here we go. I got point one and point two. Okay. Point one is the Holy Spirit baptizes you into the body of Christ. She got that one. Got that one. Point three is very clear. Jesus, Yeshua, baptizes you with the Holy Spirit. Got that? Okay. Jesus wants us to be completely, surrounds us completely, Submerse us completely. Fill us till it overflows completely with the Holy Spirit. Yes. Got that? Okay. I said by studying this out, we can see the gospel. By studying this out, we will see that this is in every gospel. There are only a few things that are in every gospel. Mark, Matthew, Luke, John is not a synoptic gospel. Synoptic, similar. I'm going to help y'all with that, okay? Here's the reason why. Matthew, Mark, and Luke record the birth of Jesus. 
And then they move immediately to after the beheading of John the Baptist. Which is the third year of Jesus' ministry. They only cover the third year. Matthew, Mark, and Luke. And in 70 AD, John, the apostle, the last living disciple, thought this. Hmm. Probably to himself. There's no one talking about his first two years. Of his ministry. So John wrote the book of John. Then at that point, he covered the first year of his ministry. This is why we have things like John that you don't have in Mark, M Matthew, and Luke. Okay? You can read something in Mark and say, well, I want to see what Matthew said about it. I want to see what Luke said about it. But you can't go and see what John said about it. Okay? But in John chapter 2, you see the wedding at Canaan. You don't see that in the other ones. At John 3, you see Nicodemus. You must be born again, correct? You don't see that in the well. John chapter 4, the woman at the well, caught in adultery. John chapter 8. John 9, you get Lazarus being raised from the dead. John 14, 15, and 16, the conversation at the Last Supper. None of these are recorded in Mark, Matthew, and Luke. This is early years. But his life is covered. Now don't go looking at the missing years of Jesus. You read the book that Jesus had this little boy killed and all this and that. Don't go reading that. That's called Gnosticism. False teaching. Amen. You got to put that out there. Unless you know how to read it. See, that's a, that's a way to read. It's just like a way to watch TV. I don't read those things to discredit the word. The word itself discredit it. Because the book that it wants you to read, it tells you. Jasper, you got that. You got Enoch in there. And Mrs. Jubilee. Those, he tell you what books they read. What was found at the Dead Sea Scroll. He tells you what books were read. Okay? All this gospel of Tom. Oh, you got to be careful. Third Corinthians. Well, it's missing. Well, it's still missing. All right. Okay, here we go. <laughs> All right. Y'all got to flow with me a little bit here. Okay. I said none recorded in the, in those, in the synoptics, right? I mean, similar. The reason I'm telling you this is in all four Gospels, his death, burial, and resurrection of Christ, which is the Gospel according to 1 Corinthians 15. Y'all want to know what it is? Go to 1 Corinthians 15. You'll find it in there. The death, the burial, the resurrection, and the baptism in oh, the Holy Spirit are all in all four Gospels, though. Okay. We just read it in Matthew, right? Mm -hmm. So let's go, let's go to Mark chapter 1 real quick. Okay. okay. Yeah? Go ahead, read. What verse? Mark chapter 1. 
I'm in chapter 1, verse 8, sorry. It's like, I'm looking, I'm like, don't you hear me? Okay, sorry, man. Mark chapter 1, verse 8, okay. I thought we was connected, okay. Amen. Mark chapter 1 and verse 8. I indeed baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. Okay, now go to Luke 3, 16. It so reads, John answered, saying to all, I indeed baptize you with water, but one mightier than I is coming. Whose sandal strap I am not worthy to loose. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. John chapter 1, 33. All four talk about the baptism. John chapter 1, 33. It so reads, I did not know him. But he who sent me to baptize with water That's said John the Baptist. Okay, go ahead. Upon whom you see the Spirit descending and remaining on him, this is he who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. Good God. Go, go to Matthew 3. Well, I'm going to save a little time. I think y'all get it. See, so you got Mark 1 and 8. You got John 1 and 3. You got Luke 3 and 16. And Mark chapter 3 as a little 11 that we saw. All right? See that? Boom. All right. This is very important because the Holy Spirit has never descended and remained on a person. He descended uh, on people in the Old Testament, right? But he would not remain like when he descended on, on King Saul. What he sinned, he had to leave. He ascended on King David. He sinned, he sinned, he got a lead, right? He was lifted. Go to Psalms, real quick. Psalms chapter uh, 5, about no, 51. Psalm 51, 10 and 11. Just to give you proof that he didn't remain. Psalms chapter 51 at verse 10. Create in me a clean heart, O God. And renew a steadfast spirit within me. Verse 11. Do not cast me away from your presence. Mm. And do not take your Holy Spirit from me. All right. Y'all got it? Yes, now the father said to John, upon whom you see the spirit descending and remaining, this is he who will baptize with the Holy Spirit. Now, when he did, John the Baptist see the Spirit descending. Uh, let's see. Now, when did John the Baptist see the Spirit descending uh, and remaining on Jesus? It was when he water baptized him. Mm -hmm. Remember, it said that the heavens opened and the Holy Spirit, like a dove, descended on Jesus. See, and a lot of people see. It said, like a dove. See, see, it, it wasn't a dove. It didn't look like a dove. It said, look like a dove. The dove, see, it was a sacred bird for them back in that day. And, and it was just telling you that it was similar in what that bird represented. 
goodness, peace. All those things. He saw all that descending upon him. Wasn't a dove. But that's what they show in the movies. It was a dove. It said like. Yes. It's similar. It's not. It wasn't a dove. It looked, it was like. You just got to understand the culture at that time. Amen? Amen? Okay, but people, I'm just trying to get y'all to be realistic. Like a dove, not a dove. Let me see. Question. If Jesus needed to receive the Holy Spirit, that's what it says. And, it, and that's why I gave you all the scriptures. And it came on him. He said, it's going to come on. This one's going to descend and remain. That's the one. Let me ask you a question. If Jesus needed to receive the Holy Spirit, now put in whatever doctrine, whatever denomination, whatever your belief. If Jesus needed, and you just saw that, if Jesus needed the Holy Spirit, hmm, if he needed to receive the Holy Spirit, And for it to come on him when he was on the earth. <laughs> come on, people. Can we see it? Can we see it plainly? Surely, if Jesus needed it, we do. See, that's why you got to know the difference between the three baptisms. Not baptizing, this ain't baptizing them in the body. Okay. So what's the big issues with churches? Hmm? If they would just stick to the scripture, what's the issue? Mm -hmm. You know, a theologian is just supposed to be an expert at scripture. That's what a theologian is. Okay. Mm. An expert. What's the big issue? I want us to look at three words. The three baptisms, salvation, water, and spirit. The Holy Spirit baptizes us in the body. Two, the disciples baptize in water. And that's the representing a cutting away of the old man. The water represents cutting away of the old man. Jesus baptizes us in the Holy Spirit. Question, another question. Is Jesus our example? Yes. Is he? Yes. I beg the difference. Is Jesus our example? Yeah. See, I'm not just talking to you. I'm talking about like the body of Christ. Right, right. <laughs> Jesus is our example. Correct? Yeah. Right. And y'all, we got to get Thursday teaching up because it's so important. It, it parlays right into this, okay? okay. You got to have it. We got to get it up. I got to pray for him. Send me some help. All right. All right. Jesus is our example, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay, here we go. Okay, so did Jesus have all three in his life? Okay, I heard, I heard that. I heard somebody in the back back there. Jesus needs to be saved. Don't tell me that I heard it. I heard it. What? He needed all three? Okay, the first one was what? Baptize you into the body. Right. Jesus had all three, I said. Did he? He's like, Pastor, don't be coming up with that trick stuff. Did Jesus need to be saved? 
Y'all say yeah? Y'all say yeah? Okay. The, the Bible refers to salvation as being born again. Jesus did not be, need to be born again. Because he was born right the first time. <laughs> See, you gotta think about this. Hold on. He that knew no sin. Became, he never sinned. Why are you born again? Because it gets rid of your old way. Sin. He never sinned. Okay. He's where he was already there. Okay, watch this. You might not believe this. It might shock you. We were born again, and we became perfect children of God. Was Jesus a child of God? He was his son. We are born again. We are perfect children of God. Not by our works, but by grace. This may shock you too. I'm perfect. <laughs> I'm perfect. I'm perfect in my position before God. I'm born again. I'm not perfect in my performance. <laughs> I'm perfect in position in my position because I stand in Christ. Maybe that didn't hit us like it should have. Y'all still writing? You need me to say it again. No. Y'all got that in the back? They just said it again, Pastor. Okay. I mean, I want to make sure. I want to hold up nobody. I said that when you're born again, you become a perfect child of God. Not by works, but by grace. Y'all say it. I said this may shock you again. That I'm perfect in my position before God. I'm not perfect in my performance though I'm perfect in my position because I stand in Christ remember I'm baptized I'm immersed I'm in position the perfect position outside of Christ you're not are you his child or are you not was he his child? Was God? No, Jesus was his father. He keep, obviously, that's my father. He didn't sin. You sin. You have to get over to that side. That's why you have to be born again. But he never sinned. He's where you're supposed to be. Okay. All right. Here we go. You got it? Jesus was a child of God. Then he was baptized, uh-oh, 
by water and then baptized in the spirit. We need all three of these things. Go to Acts. Chapter 1, 4 through 5. We're going to see the baptism in the next few scriptures. All three of these. All three of them. Acts is it, y'all. That's where we're supposed to be today. In the book of Acts. Amen. Amen. Go to Acts chapter 1, 4 and 5. Acts chapter 1, verses 4 and 5. Let's go. Let's go. And being assembled together with them. He commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which, he said, you have heard from me. Mm -hmm. Verse 5. For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. These are the last words of Jesus. We're about to read. That you did. Before his ascension into heaven. Remember he said. He said remember the word. I told y'all remember the word promise. Okay. Read that part where it says promise again. He commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem. But to wait for the promise, promise of the Father. Listen. What he is saying, wait for the promise. You will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. This would be Acts 2 that we talked about on Thanksgiving. Okay? And Thanksgiving being fulfilled right here. And then Peter stood up and preached a message saying, This is what was foretold. By the prophets of Joel. With stammering lips. You, okay, you're going to speak to a nation. Okay, on Acts 2.37. Go to Acts 2.37. He's looking to see if we see all the rebaptism. You saw it in there. You saw it already in that first one. Let's go here. Acts 2.37. Acts chapter 2 at verse 37. Now, when they heard this, they were cut to the heart. Mm. And said to Peter and the rest of the apostles... Men and brethren, what shall we do? Verse 38. Verse 38. Then Peter said to them, Repent, and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. Mm. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. All three are right there. Mm. Yeah. All three are right there. Yeah. Read the first one, 38 again. Read 38. Uh, repent. He said, repent. That's when you get saved. He said, let every one of you be baptized. That's the water. And then he said, what? Come on. Come on, where are you? Peter said to them, repent and let every one of you be baptized. Some of them. No. Just a few. How come the church ain't reading it? It says everyone. Go ahead. Be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ mm. for the remission of sin. Now you're in the body. You're in the body now. In Jesus Christ. In the name. Okay. Go ahead. And you shall receive the gift 
of the Holy Spirit. That's three baptisms right there. Not two. There's three. Not two, not one. There's three. Okay. Woo! Okay. All right, here we go. Okay. I said, no, you need to know that. Three baptisms. That's repent is when you get saved. The water, there you go, baptized. And the gift of the Holy Spirit. That's number three. The gift is the Holy Spirit. Amen. <laughs> okay, okay. The gift is the Holy Spirit. Not the gifts of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> hey, Eric. I got a project for you. Okay. I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna talk to Eric right now. So Eric, check this out. I got a test for you to take, and when you finish the test, I'm gonna give you. And when you pass it, you gotta pass it though. I'm gonna give you my new Jeep Cherokee that I get some of the ties into as a gift, right? And you take the test and you pass it with fine colors. Ain't that right, Eric? Mm -hmm. You are taking the test. I bet you know. Okay. <laughs> and after you pass it, I give you the front seat. <laughs> but my new Jeep, Cherokee. <laughs> I give you the seat. <laughs> what you should have said is, I thought you were going to give me the gift right. of the whole Jeep. <laughs> no, the gift of <laughs> of the Jeep Cherokee is not just a part. That's good. It's the whole Cherokee. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to give you the gift of the Holy Spirit. It's not just one part. People think the gift of the Holy Spirit is tongues. Yeah, they do. No, that's one of the gifts. That's one of the seeds. I didn't give you the whole thing. I gave you just the seed. But I told you, I promised you, I was going to give you the Jeep. Not just the seed. Right? right? The promise was the Holy Spirit. Not tongues. That's good. That's good. Okay. Now that's the one gift. Right? Listen. The gift of the Holy Spirit is the Spirit. Mm -hmm. I just got to let it sink in. He said, I promise to give you the gift of the Holy Spirit. The promise is the Holy Spirit. The Spirit is the gift. Not tongues. It's the Holy Spirit. Now, once you get him, he can now distribute them at his will. That's good. The gifts. But not the gift. The gift is him. But once you have him, he now can distribute them at his will. Okay. Remember Jesus said, wait for the promise. Now, here's what some people say. This outpouring of the Holy Spirit was just for the 120 for that day. 
on Pentecost. That's what they say. Remember Jesus called, remember Jesus said, it's called the promise. Wait for the promise. And the promise is the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Look at the very next text. Go to 39. Verse 39. Mm -hmm. For the promise is to you and to your children. And to all who are afar off. That's you. See, they're not reading. They're not reading the Bible. It says it right there. The gift is for the gift. Not the gifts of it. The gift. The spirit is available for you. Your children. Your children should have the Holy Spirit gift. Oh, we're going to get it here. I ain't going to move from here until we all are endowed. Every last one, tell money, all of them. Every last one of them. Going to have the Holy Spirit. Amen. Mm -mm. He said for them afar off. That's you. That's the modern day church. What, what, what don't y'all see? You know why? Because it's tradition of men. Instead of the word of God. The word of God is distinct. It tells you exactly. You can't dispute this. And you can. I will, I'm going to show you what's going to happen to you. Okay. Jesus wants us to repent and be repent and be baptized and receive the Holy Spirit. Just like that. Let's go to Acts chapter 8, 12. Come on. We got to move. Yeah, we're going to get there. Come on. Got to move. Acts chapter, Acts, Acts chapter 8 and verse 12. Okay. But when they believed Philip mm. as he preached the things concerning the kingdom of God. Stop. And they believed Philip. They're saved. They were saved. They got saved. They believed Philip. Go ahead. As he preached the things concerning the kingdom of God mm -hmm. and the name of Jesus Christ. Uh oh. Both men and women were baptized. Okay, there's the water. Woo! Oh, Acts, uh, where'd you stop at? That's verse 12. Okay. Uh, Acts 8, 14, and 15. Verse 14. Now when the apostles who were at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent Peter and John to them. Verse 15. Who when they had come down, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Spirit. No, that they might receive the right hand of fellowship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm coming for you. <laughs> That's what they received, the right hand of fellowship. Okay, read 15 again. No, do 14 and 15. Come on. Now when the apostles who were at Jerusalem mm. heard that Samaria had received the word of God. Save. They sent Peter and John to them. Mm -hmm. Who when they had come down prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Oh wait a minute, I thought you had the Holy Spirit already. You were saved, you believed. Uh. Yeah. 15 says what? 
who when they had come down prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Spirit. This can't be the same experience. See, I need y'all to be ready when you go and you minister to people. See, this right here is sad that you got to minister to people who already are saved. Like you see right there in the scripture. Okay? My goodness. All right. Just read 15, right? Okay. All right. So, when Peter and John, the apostles, go and pray for people who have been saved to receive the Holy Spirit, if they already had, listen to this, I'm going, the Holy Spirit, it, it would be crazy, wouldn't it? Mm -hmm. hmm. It's like the Bible don't know or doesn't know the theology that you know today. Y'all feel me? So you got ministries who say you don't, there's no other experience. So they got better theology than the word of God. That's what they're saying. <laughs> Woo, you, okay. All right, let's dig in here. This is, it is. So it's, let's go, let's go 16 and 17. Verse 16. For as yet he had fallen upon none of them. Uh-oh. They had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Y'all right. hear that, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. See, when he said only, it means there's something else to follow. Yeah. Right? right? Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to help, I'm trying to help everybody who say they say. Y'all just flow with me till I get to the end of this thing, okay? Can I have it? Can I have a time? I gotta do it. Gotta do it. I'm trying to go as fast as I can, but I don't want you to miss something here. Okay. So you read 16 to 17? Go ahead. Verse 17. Then they laid hands on them mm. and they received the Holy Spirit. So it can't be the same. No. Nope. Can't be the same. <clears throat> they were already saved. I told you the first one. Jesus comes in and you baptize you into the body. Right. Okay. Oh, that's all I need. It's going to help somebody out right here. It's all I need. No, no, you, you, you don't see, you're not reading the scriptures. You're listening to your denomination and men and the enemy. Okay. Many believers have been saved and water baptized, but have not received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Did you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior of your life? So many haven't received the baptism of the Holy Spirit as of yet. Mm -hmm. you, just read, you just read it though, right? You just read it. I'm super convinced pastors, teachers, theologians are not reading the Bible. Because it's plain and clear. Holy Spirit is your helper. Jesus wants to baptize us with the Holy Spirit. Anoint us with the Holy Spirit. Go to Acts chapter 19, 1. Acts chapter 19 and verse 1. And it happened while Apollos was at Corinth mm. that Paul, having passed through the upper regions, came to Ephesus. And finding some disciples, 
-hmm. Verse 2, he said to them, did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? So they... So they said to him, we have not so much as heard whether there is a Holy Spirit. See, that's some churches. See, there's nothing different outside of the word of God. That's some churches, right? We haven't even heard of that. Okay, I was in the Jehovah's Witness. They, they don't talk about that. Okay, all right. Now, Paul wrote a little <laughs> over a third of the New Testament. That's a little more, a little third more than what you have wrote. Don't you think he might know something you don't know? Okay. This is the greatest apostle ever who ever lived. Who said that there are some revelations that I have received that I cannot tell you about because they are too weighty for you. You will not be able to understand them. Most of us can't understand what he has written. Most of us can't understand what he has written. Can you imagine what he didn't write? If all of what we read now, over a third of the New Testament is Paul and all this revelation in, imagine what he saw that he says too weighty that you wouldn't even be able to understand it. Ima how could he understand it? How could he understand? Then he could judge whether you could or not. Oh, he had the power. He had the Holy Spirit. I mean, his measure had to be something else. He said, imagine the things you he didn't write and all that he did write. Imagine what he didn't write that he couldn't show us. Okay. All right. All right. This is the same apostle that was cut up in the third heaven. This guy knew theology. The Holy Spirit used him to, to pin most of the theology of the New Testament. So he comes to the disciples. He says to them, did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believe? Okay. If you receive the Holy Spirit when you believe, what would be the greatest apostle who, listen, this would be the greatest apostle who ever lived asked this question. Right? He asked this question. It seems like we would, or he would know the correct theology. Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believe? It seemed proper to ask. We get upset. I had pastor get upset, man. I asked, do they have the Holy Spirit? No. You, but see, well, all he heard was tongues. That's all he heard. Uh, do they have the Holy Spirit? And you should know. Paul was a learned man. He asked the question. Do you? Obviously, it won't evident. Okay, 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 hold on. Did you receive the Holy Spirit? It's a very simple question. There's nothing hard about it. That's why I told you, if you don't have it, say it. In other words, did anyone tell you about the Holy Spirit? This is what he's saying. This is what he's saying. Did anybody tell you about the Holy Spirit? 
for you to receive the Holy Spirit when you believe. This is what most churches today are in verse 2. Now in verse 3. We're going, listen, go read verse 3. Verse 3. And he said to them, into what then were you baptized? See, now he's checking their salvation. Now he's checking their salvation. One, you ain't heard of the Holy Spirit. Now I'm going to check your salvation. Okay? First level. So, uh, Acts 19.4. Go ahead. Acts chapter 19, verse 4. Then Paul said, John indeed baptized with a baptism of repentance. Water. Saying to the people that they should believe on him mm -hmm. who would come after him. Mm. That is on Christ Jesus. Yes. All right. There you go. Verse 5. Verse 5. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. All right. Y'all see it? Verse 6. Verse 6. And when Paul had laid hands on them, the Holy Spirit came upon them. This is the third one right here, y'all. And they spoke with tongues and prophesied. Uh, uh, uh. If you people are, I'm, come on, y'all. They're not reading this. Amen. They're not reading this. They're not reading. If you read this for yourself, you will see it. Holy Spirit came upon them. Do you see the pattern? And Acts, we only covered a few scriptures. You see the pattern. People in the New Testament, um, uh, let's see. People in the New, uh, people in the New Testament, uh, which is still us today, right? Mm -hmm. Got saved, water baptized, and got baptized in the Holy Spirit. That should be the progression. Mm -hmm. Okay, we're gonna have a baptism. I think coming in January. Mm -hmm. If you haven't, who have been water baptized? Okay, all right. You're almost there. Right. You're not on the cross, so you can be. Amen. All right. All right. All right. Here we go. Uh, let's see. Um, so you see it throughout the whole book of Acts. Uh, Acts chapter 1, we saw chapter 8, chapter 19. Go to 1 John. Here we go. Go to 1 John. <laughs> 1 John 5 and 7. got an amen back there. 1 John chapter 5 and verse 7. Mm -hmm. For there are three that bear witness in heaven. The Father, the Word, and the Holy Spirit. And these three are one. Alright, okay. My God, okay. What do they bear witness to? To the supernatural. And that there is a God. That's what they've been witness to. Woo! In heaven. My God. Okay, y'all missing this thing. All right, okay. The Father, the Word. Notice, it doesn't refer to Jesus as Jesus. Here it refers to him as the Word. In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. John chapter 1. 1. And in Revelation 19, it says that he is called the Word of God. So the Father, the Word, Jesus, and the Spirit, they are all three. They bear witness in heaven. Now remember, we are talking about the three baptisms, right? We are almost there. On earth, they should occur in our lives. These, these three baptisms should occur in your life. Salvation is referred to as the blood because it's the blood 
is the uh, because in the book of Hebrew it says, without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. Jesus shed his blood. The blood washes away all sin. We are saved by the blood. Let's watch for three baptisms in verse 8. Go ahead. Verse 8. Come on. And there are three that bear witness on earth. The spirit, the water, and the blood. And these three agree as one. My God. This is what happens when we get these three baptisms. We get saved. We become a new person. We get baptized in water. The old man is cut off. And when we get baptized in the spirit, we get, a, we get the power to walk in the new life. Why wouldn't you want that? Okay. Woo! See, my question is, have you received? Since you believe. See, that's the question. All right. Woo! I want a shirt to say that. Good gracious. It's a complete work, y'all. The three are a complete work. Now, to go to heaven, you just need to be saved. To go to heaven, you just need to be saved. Remember the thief on the cross? Right? He didn't have time. He had time to get filled. He had time to go minister. He had time to do anything. He just believed on Jesus. But you're not on the cross. Hello. Okay. All right. My mother was on her deathbed. Okay. Didn't raise her up because it raised her up at that moment. Might have went on and went back to the Jehovah Witnesses. But God is good. Okay, listen, I'm almost there. Just y'all hold on for a second. Hold on. Hold on. Y'all can do this. Listen. Just hold on. I got to get to this point. It's important. All right? Can I go? All right. Okay. Let me see if I can cut a corner. Okay, hold on. Okay, I told you to be from the cross. Okay. The Old Testament, listen, oh, here we go. The Old Testament is an example to us, right? 1 Corinthians uh, 10. Go to 1 Corinthians 10, 1. Okay, teaching. Let me finish it. Let me get this thing out. Let me get it out. 1 Corinthians chapter 10 at verse 1. Moreover, brethren, I do not want you to be unaware that all our fathers... Were under the cloud. Mm -hmm. All passed through the sea. Mm -hmm. Verse 2. All were baptized into Moses. In the cloud and in the sea. Okay. Stop. Good. Listen to this. Listen. Watch this. Moses was their type of deliverer. Okay. That's right. Moses was their type of Christ. Mm -hmm. Christ delivered us from bondage. Moses delivered them from a bondage. A type of Christ, a symbol, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes the Bible uses figurative language. The Bible could, could um, the spirit uh, could be the cloud, be referred to, or as the oil, the anointing oil, yeah. the anointing with the Holy Spirit, or it could be referred to as the cloud. Even fire, remember, they were led by the cloud by day and let the fire of night. Let's, go ahead, read it. Verse two. verse 2, all were baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea. 
That was verse 2? That was verse 2. Let's see if we see the three baptisms. Baptized into Moses, that was their Christ. Baptized in the cloud, that was the spirit. Baptized in the sea, that was the water. Praise God Almighty. He used the specific word baptized. You don't have to guess. He used baptism. It's everywhere. You need it. All of you need it. All three. All right, all right. Minister, real quick, I'm about finished. Hit my hit the other thing I had up here. Hit the hit the other little slide that I gotta show y'all something here. Let me show y'all something. <laughs> First slide. You need some help? You need some help? Uh, I got faith in hell. I mean, hell. Hell, too. But I got faith in hell. Men's <laughs> hell. Yeah. 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 Woo! All right. Can y'all see that? The blue is water. Okay. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. The blue is the water. The red is the spirit. This is the tabernacle. Amen. Let's see. Okay. This is the tabernacle. Of Moses, right? Woo! Wow, people come in. People come in. This is the altar. This is the east gate. So people come in, right? They get saved, right? This is this is where they burnt the offering. Okay. And they come in. They say, you you know you you want to be saved. You want to be baptized? Yep, they ain't got no problem with this one. Right? That's how you get in. Right? And then uh, they say, yeah, you want to be uh, water baptized, right? Right? They ain't got no problem with that one. They ain't got no problem with these two. The altar, getting in, they ain't got no problem with this one either. Right? But then we have right here, the third one is the spirit. We got a problem with that one. So, Hit the next slide. Okay. This is the Holy of Holies in the white. They got no problem going here and here. But this one right here, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Now listen to this. When, and the problem with that is simply tongues. That's it. It's simply tongues. You heard about that, right? And they say, I'm not ready for that one. Yeah. Uh-uh-uh. Uh, I get people all the time. Oh, no, I'm, I'm not. Y'all speaking to I'm not ready for that one. Mm. I want... Let me see. They say, I would not do that process. Right? Most holy place. Anyone that does this. Look at that. You bypass this baptism. And I've shown you that that baptism is necessary, isn't it? This is the baptism of the most holy place. You can't get into the presence of God. Anyone, what happens is, anyone who wants to get in his presence have to go correctly. 
Anyone who wants to get in God's presence have to go correctly. There's salvation, right? Mm -hmm. Then you have the water baptism. Because uh -huh. when they went in, this is where they washed their hands. Uh -huh. Okay? Then this is really the menorah. And they had a flask where they kept the oil. And anytime you try to circumvent, you're saying that I go into the presence of God the way I want to. And you need three. You don't go to God's presence under your own rules. You go the way God said that you should go. By the blood, by the water, and by the oil. All three is how you get in. So this is what happens. So you're really not there. You're really not in the Holy of Holies. Some of denominations who bypassed this baptism. It said you needed it even in the tabernacle. So if he went into worship incorrectly, what would happen to the high priest? But you say you don't need it. And you're saying the same thing. Y'all get it? So are you really in his presence? This is serious. He's showing us throughout the whole scripture. Thank you for allowing me to have a little extra time teaching. But we're, I mean the the goal um the coin Godal. If he entered in any other way, he had to wash his hands. He had to have a sacrifice. He had to wash his hands. He had to go and have the oil lit. He couldn't get into the Holy Holies. He couldn't bypass like what we do. To be in the presence of Going in his presence without the oil. It's death. Without his spirit. This is, what, this is what they're doing. I mean, even in the tabernacle, he showed you throughout this, the scripture, the cloud at night. That's him. The fire. That's him. That represents him, his spirit. He was baptizing them. When they crossed the Red Sea, the same thing. It was a baptism. Amen. A party. See me? Hey, teacher. I'm sorry I went over a little, but I had to get that one all the way out. I just wanted to make sure that we're not circumventing. Saying that we go in the way we want to go into worship. You need all three. The church is not teaching this. They're not teaching this. They're not teaching this. Y'all got, y'all. They, they right. Y'all have some good tools now to witness to people about the baptism of the Spirit. Tuesday and today. Scripture by scripture show you where you should be. Amen. 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 Oh, man of God. Oh. <laughs> and he's our man of God. Amen. Amen. God really wants us to be 
and a place he's called every believer. This is why he tell you to, to study, to examine, to scrutinize the word of God. He, he would have every believer to be in a Bible-based ministry. To become a student of the gospel. Because if not, you have, you have so many pieces that's missing, which makes that you can't grow spiritually properly. And this is why it's such a challenge. So, Pastor, thank you because you, you brought so much um, revelation and insight really on our new birth. And this is why it's still a struggle as to how to process the word, live the word, obey the word of God because of the missing element in our baptism, in our new birth. I mean, that's what I was hearing, Pastor, is that some of us are not fully baptized. We are not fully baptized. And which, oh my Lord. So I was just trying to think, Lord God, you know, how do you really kind of sum this, not God, sum this up in a way to where we can see where we're at. Each and every one of us, where are we with this? And so that's what I was trying to do as as was teaching us. Is, um, as he stated, the uh, three stages is that one that the disciples uh, baptized in water. Uh, two, Holy Spirit baptized us into the body. And then Jesus baptized us in Holy Spirit. So then my question is, what did each of those really represent? Because, okay, we've been informed as to we've been baptized into the water, then into the body, and then we're baptized by Christ into Holy Spirit. And the question is, why are all three of these stages necessary? Why is it necessary? And what function do each stage do in our life? So symbolically, so why does he do all this um, symbolizing? He would have a lot of symbol, the dove and the water and fire. And he's so wise in what he does so you can see it, like I said, last um, teaching, so we can see it in everything. So I would just add to your one, two, three, one A, and two A, and three A, and then one B, two B, and three B. So you already have um, disciples baptized into water, Holy Spirit baptized into the body, and Jesus baptized us into Holy Spirit. So one A, water, right? That is to be your burial. This is to be your, your burial. So, see, and there should be scripture that comes up in you when you hear this. Otherwise, you're not going to be growing. So what came up in my spirit right away was, you have to lose your life to gain your life. There has to be a burial. That's in the water. This is symbolically done. 2A, 
This is the new life. This is being baptized into the body. By Holy Spirit, this is the birth. And Jesus baptized us into Holy Spirit. This is he baptized us into power, which is the resurrection. What you're actually seeing here is a process that Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ himself went through. You have a death, you had a, you had a death, burial, and resurrection. So then one B. Going back to that, we were baptized into water, and water representing burial, and one B, and the word of God says that we have to die daily. Should be scripture that comes up. I die daily. But the question is how? So I die daily. But, well, I'm going to get to that real quick. So anyway, 2B. Holy Spirit baptizes us into the body. And into this body, we ought to have a new mind. This is when you have the mind of Christ. This is 2B. But this new life, you're going to have to need a new mind. 3B is Jesus. I'm going to say it again. Jesus baptized us into the Holy Spirit. And then you have that 3A, resurrection. So it's his power. And this is why he said, now we ought to be led by the Spirit. And we won't fulfill the lust of our flesh. So why? Again, okay, so the dove. The dove. Represent peace, purity, and beauty. Okay? Holy Spirit, the reason we need Holy Spirit is because we can't see Christ. This is why you're going to have that John, when he, John, why the disciples baptized in water, and that was unto repentance. Repentance means that now I have to see myself, but to see myself, I have to see Christ first. I have to see Christ. And as in the book of Isaiah, he said, whoa, I'm unclean. But that's when he saw God. So you can't see yourself or see there's a need for you to change until you see God first. Then woe with me. I am unclean. Yes. Amen. You need Holy Spirit. This is why you have to be baptized into Holy Spirit. So he allows you to see Christ. You can't see him without Holy Spirit. And then I can't see my. Now I clearly see I am no good. There's no good in me. I clearly see that I'm a sinner. I clearly see that I need a savior because I see, oh, I am wretched. We need to know, and I close here, the enemies of Holy Spirit. Lies. He says, don't resist the Holy Spirit. 
Resistance is an enemy of Holy Spirit. He said, don't quench the Holy Spirit. Now you feel him in you and he wants to move through you. This is an enemy of Holy Spirit. To speak a word against Holy Spirit. To blasphemy is an enemy of Holy Spirit. But the one that I think is the greatest, beyond blasphemy, because that is the number one, um, to test your Lord, your God. That is the enemy of Holy Spirit. And give you an example of that. Is that the woman, and I think we get this in the lock-in. So who didn't come, you truly missed because there was deliverance at the lock-in. We've been set free. Because we had it all night and morning long. You, and you go. Whatever, whatever, all I know <laughs> is that you, you, right, if you couldn't, you couldn't. But if you could, shame on you, you really missed a great time. <laughs> It was deliverance in the house. And, and you and think about it, the lock-in simply means that lock-in. The next time that you come and you're so tired and you get cranky, I'm going to let you know that you're not ready for a lock-in. And you're ready to go. A lock-in simply means that you're locked in. We're going to need all the ones that want to actually be in the lock-in to be there until everyone is gone because this is a lock-in. We weren't, we weren't playing around here. People still want to hear the word of God. It just shows your capacity to hold and house the word of God. Amen. Is it, it was a testing for some of us. The locking. We went for hours and hours. See, and not only that, thought. I didn't go to sleep until 5.30. Then we got up right about 6.30. And then I wasn't done. Because then I began to... Because the people still wanted more of God. And so I was still willing to give them more. Now if I wasn't tired, nobody else would have been tired and cranky. I will. I won't do it openly, but I... I'm going to get you. Because it was, we did, it was, uh, we was going to do movies. We did uh, reenactment and different um, passages in the Bible. We, I mean, for hours. And then we want to continue to go more. And then we did the Berean battle challenge of the word of God. We had the youth, we were singing, 
we had Minister Terrence out here rapping. Yeah. 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 Mom is the end. I'm gonna try. I'm not even gonna. I'm not gonna try it. I'm gonna try it. But we we had some gifts in here that was released. Dre, she sung. She it was a. I mean. Justice, she she just get. I mean, we got to get an award for her because she was live all the way live, engaged. She was just God was glorified in and through her. Um, it was a it was a blast. I just want I want to thank uh, Minister T and Minister Star. They both they danced. And see, then we we worked out. It wasn't like y'all was working out. Everybody was working out too. We did BT Ducky and Dance Star. I mean, Star had he doing tap, they was doing ballet. They were, we were doing something like that. It was a lot of fun. And Minister Shamir, she hosts the entire lock in. I mean, they did breakfast, her, uh, Ashanti, Whitney, Cookie, I mean, it was security, Greg, it, see, and we had people donate, who we, come with, we had Keisha, her family Keisha donated, yes, and Ryan, thank you all, thank you, because it was, everything was eaten up, so thank you, everything, it was, just know, it was a, a blast, uh, and a blast in a good way to where, I mean, God really was glorified, it was, it was some, I mean, things broken. Um, it, man, it, just, it was great. We had Aaron here. He, he, he was the MC. It's it a great, there's some great things. Um, People vote the Maccabees. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's great. Man, he put y'all on blast. I mean, woo. Okay, what was the last? I was gonna, it was one last thing. Yeah. Oh, to test. Don't test the Lord your God. That's the greatest enemy. And um, when the the husband and wife came out, because I believe that was on the passage, and, and they was gonna sow a seed from the land and yeah. everything, all what they had um, accumulated. But they lied. And so the wife is up there now saying what she's gonna give. But he said, now, they're going to take you away with your husband that they just drug off. Now, he's dead because they, see, lie, tests mean that you gonna, God knows what is his. And that's what he means with don't test the Lord, your God. He knows exactly how we're living. He knows exactly what's his. And what he has commanded. And he, we can't come to him and say, I know you understand my situation. Exactly. He can fix it. And what happened with that woman, because she tested her Lord, her God, she fell dead. And this is why God says, he said, a lot of us are sick in our bodies. He's dealing with us in different ways. Not so much that you are falling dead because you're testing, you're testing the Lord, our God.
There's a lot of things that we do against Holy Spirit. And one, the major one is lies, he says, and to test them. Thank you, Pastor. Um, there's, I really, I, I'm gonna use a lot. We'll give you some, some credit for <laughs> this teaching, but it's gonna be implemented in the, the training book because there's a lot of people who have missed some of the steps in the process when it comes to fully being baptized in the Holy Spirit. This is why still, we're still struggling. Come up. We're still struggling with how we live, and we're still lying. We're still walking in pride. We, we still have not laid down our, our entire life for God. We're still doing what we want to do because we either have not been baptized by Jesus and the Holy Spirit, which causes us to love and sacrifice. So this is a time for you to prepare your sacred seed. Amen. This is a take care of the house of God. He said this is our reasonable duty. Amen. And it, he said then we should do it with cheer. A glad heart. Because it's a it's another process of our worship. And in our worship, we want to please our Lord and our God. For he is holy. Amen. First thing on that tabernacle to get in, you had to make a sacrifice. I just want to thank Dan Starr and Tiffany. Oh my gosh. This is the first time I think I've seen you dance like that. <laughs> Beautiful. Ashanti always know what she do. She, she came back after having a baby. She said she didn't plan with nobody. She said, I'm, I'm up in here. And Minister Roberta. You need to continue. That's the great thing. The prophet is better. You got to be right. Everything, the appeals, you know them all. Uh, it's open. 